0: The Democratic co-chair of the State Board of Elections, Doug Kellner, was quietly ousted from his longtime role before the Christmas holiday and without a clear explanation from the top Democratic officials who control their party's appointments to lead the bipartisan administrative agency. For more on the move and why it may have happened and what it could mean for the State Board of Elections, we're joined by Bill Mahoney, a Capitol reporter for Politico New York. Welcome back to the show, Bill. Hey, thanks for having me. So, for starters, what do the chairs of the bipartisan State Board of Elections actually do?
1: Sure. Well, the Board of Elections, that oversees pretty much everything having to do with elections in New York State. There's one for each county, but then there's also a statewide one where there's two Republicans, one co-chair, and then one regular commissioner, and two Democrats. So there's four members of this board that... To do anything with elections, they need at least three votes, so, you know, theoretically there's got to be some bipartisanship, and um, the co-chairs are the most important people who help drive the agendas of these meetings and do the most in terms of debating the policy for how our elections work, and nobody's been doing that longer than, as you mentioned, Doug Kellner, who had been the Democratic co-chair since 2005 up until
0: just a couple of weeks ago. Well, from your time following the State Board of Elections, whether uh, with Politico or before that, how, if at all, did Doug Kellner stand out to you as a Democratic co-chair? Or maybe he just didn't stand out.
1: Well, he was the top Democratic elections official in New York State. And that often meant he had to negotiate with the top Republican elected officials in New York State to make big decisions about how things would work, if you want to go back really far. um, Now, in the aftermath of the hanging Chad stuff in 2000, there were all these federal requirements that led to us abandoning the however many thousands of pound lever voting machines that New Yorkers of a certain vintage probably remember fondly um, to move to new systems. And he was around as the state figured out what kinds of systems would be acceptable. And that's something that's still going on, the systems that we bought in the aftermath of all that are kind of at the end of their lifespan now. A lot of places are looking at newer systems to replace those. And that's the type of thing where the elections commissioners play a big role. Like, there's a lot of questions about what level of security do we need to make sure these things are not hackable and they can be trusted by the public. He's often been one of the louder voices in favor of more security, um, as opposed to what some people might say is enough simplicity, where enough security where there is no realistic chance that there is going to be an issue in 99.99% of occasions. That's led to some consternation over the summer when they had a commission meeting where they debated new machines that will abandon at least some New Yorkers away from the bubbles that you fill out. Anybody who's voted in the past decade or so, you've probably got in a sheet of paper and it's kind of like a Scantron and you fill in next to the names. Like There are new systems that are touchscreens that fill out the bubbles for you which you know have some advantages in terms of cost and um, what people say is simplicity. Um, but some voices have been concerned that there's less of a paper trail, more of room for potential problems to arise at some point in the future. Um, that's been the type of thing that they've debated and that he's often been on the outs with other commissioners on. Well,
0: yeah, I'm glad you bring up this incident, because in your story that broke the news about Kellner's ouster, you highlight this incident. But I'm curious whether you think this or something else might have led uh, Democratic leaders to want him out of there.
1: Democratic leaders really haven't said why they pulled the trigger on this move. Um, After nearly two decades, they said it was time for a change, time to bring in some fresh blood. Um, so they're replacing him with somebody who was, you know, has been in government in various roles since the 1970s. Which is, you know, you could debate whether that's fresh blood, but it's certainly going to be a new voice at the Board of Elections and change in the direction. But that is something that some of the people who are familiar with this and the way this played out that they've pointed to as a possible cause for the falling out. Um, there was notably, if we go back a year or so ago, the state legislature tried to pass a bill to ban this new sort of voting machine that I was talking about where people won't have direct contact with the paper that their ballots are on anymore. It'll be more done digitally that passed the Senate, but the assembly killed that bill, even after some very vocal efforts to try to get that passed and ban these voting machines. Um, so that meant that these machines were not banned, which meant the board still had the authority to approve them. You go back to this August meeting, um, the Board of Elections meetings are typically like two hours or so attended by maybe two people if it's crowded as a public. This one where they voted on the new machines, there was they had to go to a special conference room. There were, I think, four rows deep of audience chairs that were pretty much all filled in, and it lasted well into the evening. But that that meeting was largely driven by Kellner criticizing these new machines and saying they weren't up to snuff. So we do know that he was very critical of these new machines that the Assembly Democrats did not want to ban, that had been the subject of a big lobbying campaign to keep the state from banning them. That uh, eventually, just a couple of weeks before his ouster, if you go back shortly after Thanksgiving, there was a lawsuit filed by Common Cause that challenged the legality of these machines. Um, some of their concerns echo the concerns that were expressed by Kellner back over the summer. So there is this hypothesis that's out there that some people were pretty upset with him when this whole thing went down over the summer, but now that it's leading to a lawsuit that's challenging the position held by people like the Assembly, that led to some folks saying enough is enough.
0: Well, the new Democratic co-chair, Henry Berger, was most recently, I, I believe, a special counsel for former mayor of New York City, Bill de Blasio. And like you said, he's got roots in government that go back for four plus decades. What else, if anything, should we know about who the Democratic legislative leaders have tapped?
1: He's the type of person who not a lot of people are critical of his intelligence. or I haven't heard anybody say that he's Incapable of running a state agency this important. He's been involved in many high profile election cases over the years, you know, significant enough of an elections official to rise to the top of uh, Bill de Blasio's team, which in New York is about as high as you can go. Um, but we'll have to see, I guess, in the coming meetings uh, what approach he takes. If he's maybe more amicable towards some of his colleagues and some staffers than Kellner was, if he's willing to play ball with some other Democratic officials more? Because if you go back to Kellner's tenure, that's not the only time he's had a falling out with other officials. Um, one big thing worth noting, so campaign finance, we've got this system that was created, but if we go way back to the Borland Commission, which was a sole commission created under Andrew Cuomo to investigate public corruption, it was eventually shut down back in 2014. Part of the deal for shutting down this commission that created such a big headache for Andrew Cuomo was to create a new enforcement council at the State Board of Elections to handle campaign finance enforcement, to provide a tougher cudgel for candidates who might violate the law. Um, and That, that, that position has been around for nearly a decade now, but one thing of note is that it hasn't really done much of note. One of the things that always comes up is the Board of Elections, even when they were criticized in prior decades for not moving too harshly against candidates who might have campaign finance law, they were pretty good at going after the candidates who didn't even bother filing like mandatory campaign finance disclosure reports. Those candidates would get fined, they'd sometimes you know, appear before a judge. The, the, the judges would sometimes directly intervene and make sure this stuff was filed. But that's completely stopped, oftentimes, during some of these recent Meetings We've seen, and going back years, actually, Kellner has just shouted at some of these enforcement councils for not doing even the minimum of work that has happened before, which is another cause for consternation, presumably, between some other Democrats in the state and somebody like him.
0: Well, unfortunately, that's uh, all the time we have for the State Board of Elections for this conversation. But uh, we've been speaking with Bill Mahoney. He's a Capitol reporter for Politico New York, and I'm sure we'll have him back on the show in the near future, talk about the state's public campaign finance system. Bill, thank you so much for making the time. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. And for more Capital Press Room content, visit capitalpressroom.org or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. And if you listen to us from an Apple device, make sure to leave us a rating and a review so it helps other people find the show. Capital Press Room, a production of WCNY Connected, Syracuse.